yo, it's me, it's me, it's DDP. Basketball, wrestling, and other things if I want to. I'm sorry for the belayed episode. I was very busy yesterday. But here we are now uh, for the G1 Climax 31 preview. I mean, night one is already over. Um, it happened uh, a couple hours uh, before we went live. I we I recorded this. Yeah, so yeah, um, no, we're not live. We're not live. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, before I record this, uh, the night one was uh, just finished, and um, they uh, headlined with some bangers. Yeah, they headlined with some bangers, some some matches that I already want to see. So I'll be checking out that after the episode, mostly because yeah, the live stream that I was using is very uh, very slow on. Uh, yeah, it's very buffery, very uh, very non-reliant. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll be talking about G1 today. Uh, the G1 Climax 31 will be taking place from today until October 20th at book. Uh, no, October 21st. October 21st. Uh, October 20th is night 18, the B block final. Uh, October 21st, uh, where the A block winner will face off against the B block winner for a chance for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know which night. Maybe night one, maybe night two, maybe night three. But, you know, I mean, we, we kind of know that, you know, one of those nights is going to be Takagi versus Osprey. But other than that, like, I'm not sure. Sorry, uh, I'm not sure uh, which uh, night it will be. So, anyways, um, uh, we'll be talking about the blocks first. I'll be introducing the bo- the blocks. Uh, a block will be Kota Ibushi, Shingo Takagi, Tatsuya Naito, Toriyano, Kenta, Tomohiro Ishii, Zack Saber Jr., Tangaloa, Yujiro Takahashi, and the Great Okan. Uh, B block, it's gonna be Kazuchika Okada, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Sanada, Hiroki Goto, Jeff Cobb, Jeff Cobb, Taichi Eve, Evil, Yoshihashi, Chase Owens, and Tama Tonga. Uh, not uh, first impressions on uh, both blocks. Uh, it's not the greatest. Uh, it's not as jam packed as you know it should be. Um, Especially after last year, last year was kind of underwhelming, an underwhelming G1 for the G1 standards. But it's still like you know, it's still really good G1. But, uh, it's it was still a really good tournament if you know if you ask somebody to watch all 18 nights. Um, still really good. Especially there's like uh, last year there were uh, some really good matches like. Uh, Ibushi versus Suzuki was one of 
that was brutal. Um, Okada versus Takagi was really good as well. Um, other than that, like it's not like you know, it's not like really, really star-studded G1, especially and now this year it's more non-star-studded, mostly because like a lot of their people that they plan to. You know, the usual people that were into G1 were also doing uh, New Japan Autumn Attack, which is a pay-per-view that uh, New Japan will have in the U.S. So, you know, a lot of the, uh, the people who are doing Autumn Attack were sent to the U.S. Uh, prior. You know, people like uh, Jay White, Will Ospreay, Minoru Suzuki. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, Finjuice is another one. But Finjuice has been there for a while. They've been doing Impact for a while as well as Jay White. Uh, Minoru Suzuki as well uh, just came to... Uh, he was at uh, Dynamite. Yeah, he was at All Out. Uh, yeah, he'll be there for a while. I know, uh, I believe uh, Taiji Ishimori and Phantasmo will also be uh, going there. Uh so like uh new japan is kind of uh like for heavyweights at least for their roster is pretty minimum so uh with the minimum roster i think uh this is the best that they can do uh they sh really should have uh, uh merged with uh i believe it was what 2016 where uh, they merged with uh, ajpw uh put in some AJPW wrestlers uh, I believe they put in some Dragon Gate members I can't remember uh, what promotion uh, had like you know uh, members in the G1 Climax around uh, 2016 2015 but yeah that they should have done this here to make this like very very star studded G1 or uh, which was uh, I thought they were gonna do uh, put in some junior heavyweights um, you know, people like uh, Hiromu Takahashi, uh, Desperado, uh, Robbie Eagles, the current uh, junior heavyweight champion, and then like uh, someone like Ishimori or you know something something like that. You know, just to fill in some spots, but uh, they filled in the spots pretty well. I think they put in the spots pretty well. Uh, a lot of tag team wrestlers actually on here. Um, Tangaloa, Tamatanga, uh, Chase Owens, another tag team wrestler. Uh, I'm surprised they did Chase Owens and not Bad Luck Fale. I guess Fale is injured. I don't know. I can't remember what they have. But uh, yeah, it's with um, the amount of non-star studded uh, people in this uh, G1 Climax, it's kind of hard to predict who's going to win the G1. Because, you know, uh, if you want, like, you know, new people to win the G1, uh, it's hard to uh, say who's going to win. But, you know, we'll, we're probably going to have, like, a repeat, repeat winner here. Mostly because, like, uh, New Japan doesn't really do really big stars. Uh, you know, Takagi was a surprise for, uh, you know, being IWGP heavyweight champion. But... It was, yeah, no, it was the way they were going. They just had to uh, do it all of a sudden because uh, Osprey, uh, I believe Osprey had an injury. 
I mean, he's good now. Uh, they'll probably do w one match at Wrestle Kingdom, but like, uh, he was injured, and they had to um, they had to uh, a little bit to Takagi winning. Uh, so I guess like you know, when they were uh, trying to format the G1, I think they were trying to get Takagi to win, and then you know, win at Wrestle Kingdom as well. But I guess it's not that's not happening now. Um, probably Ibushi winning. I I can see Ibushi winning. I can see Okada winning again. Uh, Tanahashi not so much. Uh, you know, there's like a couple of people that I want to win, but they're probably not gonna win. You know, people like Ishi uh, is another one. Like you know, Ishi is just he's kind of like the final boss of the G1. Like you know, like he's always very very consistent in G1 matches. You know, G1 tournaments, all the whole, but you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna expect uh, a big push from New Japan, like you know, from Ishi. Uh, most most likely, he'll probably just do a, like a never open weight uh, title bout with somebody. Uh, so like, other than that, it's not that good. Like you know, Ishi, it's not in a good position to be in, but he's always gonna be consistent for the G1. He's always consistently consistently gonna do well except like you know he's not gonna be in the finals or anything so yeah um there's new there's a lot of newcomers again like uh there's three newcomers in this this g1 climax and that's uh tangaloa chase owens from bullet club and the great okan from united empire uh great okan was expected uh and, but tangaloa and chase owens they're Pretty much here to fill in uh, the whole ten of the G one. Um, it's not, you know, uh, it's not gonna be ideal for them. They're probably gonna take a lot of. Uh, um, they're probably gonna take a lot of pinfalls. Uh, it's not. It's not actually like you know they're not they're gonna like be really really good all of a sudden. It's not that like that. But I see I see Great Okan. Um, being up there in the top of the bracket, uh, I can see him uh, getting some very, very ups, very, very good upset wins. Mostly because, uh, you know, the United Empire—they're trying to uh, build up the United Empire uh, outside of Will Osprey, and that was there were uh, the supposed plan until Osprey uh, went down and he had to go to the states basically to uh, recuperate, to recover. Um, I saw like an article online. It's like you know, uh, there was like a rumors of, you know, Osprey having someone with him at United Empire on the states, uh, and that somebody was uh, formerly known as Buddy Murphy. It's not. It's it's in the realm possibility, but like, you know, Buddy Murphy in NJPW is gonna be so good. Uh, and I kind of hope that it happens, but like he's probably more AEW bound, uh, along with Malachi Black, you know, the House of Black, rather than you know, the United Empire. But anyways, yeah, I'm getting off track, but yeah, I think Great Okan would be like, uh, you know, if you're thinking of debut performances on the G1, Great Okan is probably gonna be one of them, like you know, like one of, uh the people at the top but you know it's not uh, ideal 
for me because I don't really see like the great Okan like having like banger matches. So so like you know he's probably gonna be like evil from last year, uh, where he was like at the top three uh, last year uh, until you know he uh, Sanada beat Evil, Sanada beat Evil in the B Block final. That you know he actu- he actually like a really good match. That was a really uh, poetic match. Like you know if if you've seen an Evil match, it's pretty much that Sonata vs Evil was pretty much that uh but 28 minutes so yeah he'll probably hey, Great Okan probably gonna be like what the 10 matches I mean uh Great Okan lost to Toriano the New Japan Cup so anything could happen actually you know Toriano he's such a wild card in uh this G1 every time Every time Toriano is in, uh, I believe it was uh, 2018 or 2017 where Toriano is actually at the top of the block. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy as it sounds. Like, you know, Toriano winning the G1. They almost did it. Like, you know, uh, they teased it a little bit uh, around, what, 2018? I believe it was the year uh, Tanahashi got uh, won his block. But, the, uh, yeah, I think it was 2018. But yeah, Toriano's up there with 12 points, I believe. So, <laughs> I don't see it do- uh, them doing it again. But like, they already started. You know, the Toriano had a w- win against Kenta. It's a uh, spoiler for uh, whoever, like, you know, haven't watched Night 1 yet. Uh, I've been talking a lot of A block competitors. Uh... Let's go to the B, to the B block, but because I think uh, it's also uh, pretty interesting what they did. Uh, Okada Tanahashi is always going to be a marquee matchup. Uh, they're going to do it tomorrow, actually, as the main event, which I think that's really good planning on NJPW's part. Part, but it also means that one of them is not going to be uh, in contention to be at the top of the standings uh, at. Uh, by the B block final, uh, the uh, as uh, I see as I saw on the um, schedule of the B block uh, final, uh, they had uh, Sonata vs Evil at the end, very end once again, and then Okada vs Cobb, which I think that will be the uh, four people at the top of the bracket uh, at the top of the block by. Um, uh, night 18 but other than that like uh, other than those people I don't think like uh, someone like Taichi someone like Yoshihashi or Goto would have like uh, very very outstanding performances uh, uh, point wise okay not matches match wise I obviously uh, you know they're pretty talented performers as well but like uh, when looking at up there looking up there like you know these four people probably gonna be the ones that are on the top uh, because I can see Jeff Cobb having like this monstrous tournament uh, I can see him winning the block as as crazy as it sounds like I think Jeff Cobb is probably gonna win this block and uh, that Okada vs Cobb match is gonna be such a toss-up for me because uh, that could uh, see the winner of the block coming in. Because, like, 
you know, it's probably probably gonna be the main event of night 18. Uh, I don't know how they uh, plan the schedule. Uh, you know, I don't know what's planned for the main event right now, but I think Okada vs Cobb should be the main event, and one of them is gonna get in that winners winners final. Because yeah, I can see Cobb winning. Mostly because um, uh, Takagi and Cobb had this absolutely great match at Wrestle Kingdom this year, and I can see them uh, running it back for next uh, for next year's Wrestle Kingdom, like at least one of the one of the nights. But because uh, the weird part about this uh, G1 climax this year is that I don't think anyone is gonna win at Wrestle Kingdom. So like uh, this this could be an opportunity to push like uh one person that they want on the main event scene rather than um you know giving them the belt by Wrestle Kingdom it's not going to be that way so like yeah like I can see Jeff Cobb like having this rub from uh New Japan uh, but it's probably not going to happen um but I kind of want him to win the G1 mostly because, uh, you know, anyone who is going to win, I think, won't get the belt. Uh, matches I want to see from the G1. Well, they already, they're already going to do three of them uh, this weekend. Uh, two of them were uh, already happened uh, this on this night one, which is... Uh, Night over Zack Sabre Jr. I can't believe they put it on night one. Because like I really thought it would be at the uh, A block final. But yeah, they put it night one, which is amazing. Uh Takagi vs Ishii, which is always gonna be a banger. It's always gonna be an absolutely great match. Uh and then uh Okada vs Tanahashi, which was uh I, again, always a marquee matchup, whatever G1 it is. I can't believe, like, when they were uh, introducing the participants of the G1, I can't believe Tanahashi has done 20 straight G1s. His first G1 was 2001. And I was a baby in 2001. I, 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 didn't, it, I wasn't even one year old in 2001. So, like, you know... For as long as I've lived, Tanahashi has been on the G1. That is insane. 20 straight G1s. So, yeah, he's getting up there in age, but they can still go. Uh, he uh, main evented uh, two uh, Wrestling Grand Slam in Tokyo Dome as an emergency replacement, and then Night 1s, which. Uh, night one of MetLife Dome, so like he can still go, he can still really go. I mean, I believe he's like what forty two. Uh, he can still go. Um, uh, yeah, like, uh, there's a reason why uh, he's the ace. Uh, basically. Uh, yeah. Other matches I want to see. Uh, let me see. Let, let me look at what I. Uh, let me look at the blocks for a bit. Um. Uh, Takagi vs Naito Takagi vs Naito is another one 
Uh, Ibushi vs Takagi. I expected it to be a A block final as well, but it's not the A block final, which is very very surprising to me again, uh, because the A block final is uh, Ibushi vs Kenta, Ishii vs Yano, which is gonna be very fun. Uh, Takagi vs Takagi versus Yujiro, Naito vs Okan, and then Saber vs Tangaloa. That's why I think Naito uh, Naito vs Okan will uh, be the one that actually matters. You know, uh, one of the matches that will actually matter in the G1 would be uh, Takagi versus uh, I no, no not Takagi Naito vs Okan. That's why I think Okan will be at the top of the block around yeah, around the top of the block but it's not he's not gonna win it's not he's not gonna be at the top of the block you know he's not gonna be at uh, the winner's final at the 21st there's no way um, yeah yeah again Ibushi versus Takagi I think it's gonna be really interesting mostly because this was supposed to happen in the Tokyo Dome until Ibushi went down for uh, pneumonia, went down in pneumonia, and he, I guess he's been uh, pretty affected by this incident because he's not getting that, uh, you know, tur uh, around 25 minute matches anymore. Yeah, uh, MetLife Dome Night One, uh, his matches, uh, it's his match with Tanahashi was pretty short for an Ibushi match, especially for a main event of. Uh, MetLife Dome, that was really short, really short, um, so, like, I don't think Ibushi is gonna win, and I am glad, actually, that Ibushi is not gonna win, uh, because, like, he has been in the final for three times now, uh, and he has won the last two, so, like, you gotta push the, uh, gotta push the push basically you gotta i don't know i don't know how to say it you gotta discontinue the push for a little bit uh, i don't want ibushi being in four straight g1 finals that's a little bit overkill because um you know i know you're trying to build ibushi as the next ace because of that uh, lifetime contract with njpw but you don't need him being at the g1 climax final every single time you just don't you just don't. Yeah, I hope Ibushi does not. I hopefully he's not in the final. Uh, you know, I want him to have like you know a very uh, it's uh you know no disrespect to him. I want him to have an off tournament, uh, kind of like uh, Tanahashi had last year, where Tanahashi only had six points last year. I kind of see Ibushi having like that same amount of points this year you know uh winning against probably kenta toriano and then tangaloa because he already lost to yujiro again spoilers from night one he already lost to yujiro that is insane because yujiro only won against jeff cobb last year and that was his last match at the g1 so like yeah, that's insane. That's yeah, that's ins it still baffles me that you know Yujiro Takahashi uh, has won against Kota Ibushi, uh, and uh, that's a good look for uh, Bullet Club and House of Torture actually, 
you know the house of torture uh they're like uh, you know the mini uh, mini faction in between bull club you know this usually happens but yeah i'm kind of digging it actually now especially that uh evil needed a, like a mini faction in bullet club is kind of kind of always like an outsider to bullet club like you know he's he's there but he's not like you know very uh in to the groups kind of like an outsider so him having this house of torture faction really like uh beautiful beautiful uh it's not that you know i will support evil because evil is not you know not that main mega star you know but he's not that he's not supposed to be that main mega villain either so you know just a mini faction from bullet club is fine uh other matches other matches uh I want to see actually Goto versus Okada. Mostly because, uh, you know, just chaos, like, uh, uh, inter, uh, inter-faction uh, matches always doesn't, like, you know, pop up as, like, you know, matches that you want to see because uh, they usually underwhelm because, you know, it's just uh, a friendly contest between, uh, you know, people from the same faction uh the only like you know the only really like good uh inter-faction uh battle last year was actually you know ironically enough uh jay white versus uh yujiro takahashi i think that was really good like really really good on a storytelling standpoint in that yujiro doesn't want to just you know uh, lay down for Jay White, you know, he, he wants him to uh, beat the crap out of him, you know, like, Jay White telling him to lay down, I mean, he's got, you know, he's basically, he's human as well, so it's kind of like a reality re- reality check for Jay White, so, yeah, I really like that, um, I really like that match as, you know, characteristic standpoint, characteristically, I like that match, but other than that, like, you know, I don't, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, I actually have, like, the echo, uh, <laughs> I actually had that echo open a little bit, uh, you know, I, I, with this mic, I usually, like, uh, have the echo, like, fully off, but, uh, I kinda, uh, rolled it a little, uh, you know, messing around, like, you know, messing around with my fingers, so like you know, I kind of opened the echo a little bit. So uh, sorry about that. But other, anyways, uh, yeah, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, I. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember uh, any like really good interfaction matches. But I think uh, Okada versus Goto would be uh, something that. I would be interested in uh, Goto versus Yoshihashi actually uh, it, because mostly because they're tag team right now currently and uh, Goto is usually like pushing Yoshihashi to be better you know as uh, from a fan perspective like you know Goto is usually the one pushing Yoshihashi better so yeah um Yeah, yeah, like, I can't see, like, any, uh, 
much else like you know really really good matches that I want to talk about um yeah yeah I think that's it I guess I guess we're gonna go with actual predictions now and you know it's very short actually but it's fine honestly it's fine uh actual predictions for a block I I see uh Naito winning the a block actually uh with I think Naito winning the A block would be uh ideal. But I could also see Takagi winning the block. But yeah, uh not, it's probably going to be Naito. Yeah, there's a part of me there's a part of me that wants to uh put Ishii as the uh, you know as my prediction to win the block, but Ishii's not going to win any block. He's always gonna be up there, but he's not gonna win. Like you know, like it it sucks because Ishii Ishii should really like uh win one of these like you know at least uh at least win the IWGP belt once. You know the world heavyweight the biggest title in the promotion once because he's always been there for like the never open weight be- uh, title division. He's always been like right there. Uh, he hasn't, but he hasn't won like uh, the I believe even the Intercontinental Championship when he when it was around, he didn't win it because at least Minoru Suzuki had the World Championship run. You know, he had the World Title run. It was very short, but he had the World Title run. Ishii, on the other hand, hasn't been in. He has always uh, challenged for a title like a couple of times, but it's not like you know he's not gonna win every single you know. He didn't win at least once, so I don't think like you know Ishii is gonna <laughs> win. So I think uh, yeah, Naito is my prediction for the A block, and then uh, Jeff Cobb. You know I'm pulling my eyes on Jeff Cobb as the winner of the B block. As crazy at this, as crazy as it sounds, you know it's probably gonna be Jeff Cobb or Sanada actually. But, you know, it might be evil as well. But, yeah, I want Jeff Cobb mostly because I want Jeff Cobb versus Takagi once again. It's just, you know, like, nice wraparound to that story. Uh, Because uh, last year in Wrestle Kingdom, they just had a match. Uh, Mostly because, like, you know, he he didn't have a match. Uh, You know, Okan had Tanahashi, Osprey had Okada, and then Jeff Cobb, you know, as... The newest member of United Empire at that time. He didn't have a match. So Takagi? Yeah. yeah. But you know. Him winning the G1 and facing Takagi would be ideal. I I think that would be really fun for me. But uh, knowing New Japan that probably won't happen. Yeah. I Compared to other uh, other years. Uh, you know, uh, other years in the G1, I really don't have, like, any idea of who th- is gonna win the G1. Because, like, you know, last year it was, uh, op- I I had an idea of uh, Ibushi winning. Like, I, you know, if Ibushi wins, and he's gonna have his moment, basically, in the G1. I, in Wrestle Kingdom, I mean, because he lost, like, he is the biggest loser in that uh, double gold rush 
uh, Wrestle Kingdom. You know, the both nights. Uh, he lost against Okada. And then he lost against Jay White. In the second night as well. So he was the ultimate loser. On that uh, double gold rush. And then, yeah. Yeah, uh, this, this time, I have no clue. I have no clue of who's going to win. Uh, because uh, a part of me, like, uh, uh, Naito can win, uh, Jeff Cobb can win, uh, you know, Okada can win, actually. Uh, you know, Okada, I believe this is going to be, if he wins, this is going to be only his second win. Uh, I believe, yeah, Naito is going to be his third. That is insane, yeah. Yeah, Naito is going to be his third if he wins. So, yeah. There's a lot of uh, two-time winners here, actually. Uh, which, that sucks for NJPW. Because, you know, I don't really see them... Uh, you know, they haven't made a lot of new stars in the main event scene. As of late. Uh, usually, when they put uh, uh, new stars in uh, New Japan... Uh, the main event scene. It's usually just a short period of time. Uh, Evil. Last year. Uh, Kenta when he came. Uh, when he came to New Japan. I was going to say when he came back. But he wasn't actually in New Japan. Before going to NXT. He was at uh, AJPW. So um, yeah. When he came to New Japan. It was straight up that. Um, straight up the uh, main event scene. And then went down the card. After, shortly after so yeah like again this is an opportunity opportunity to make a big star uh and yeah like i hope they claim it rather than someone having a two-time winner or three-time winner <laughs> because yeah uh yeah <laughs> So I was supposed to uh, upload the episode on uh, yesterday. Uh, it's a Sunday now. I'm actually watching uh, G1 Climax Night 2 right now. But like, uh, Anchor was down yesterday. And yeah, I was supposed to uh, record a world champion for a tier list for that was supposed to uh, cover up like the... Uh, the rest of the episode because yeah 30 minutes is like yeah, very short actually very short now compared to uh when i started so i, I thought of um you know since i was gonna upload it on a sunday anyways uh i'm gonna review g1 climax night one uh you know just to fill up the other minutes uh because yeah like there, there's a lot of minutes that could be put in, and I don't know how long uh, Tuesday's episode gonna be because I haven't recorded it yet. Plus, like uh, uh, the ones I'll I'll talk about it later. What I want to talk about on Tuesday, but like, yeah, I don't know how long it's gonna be. So, anyways, uh, G1 Climax 31 Night One Review. Holy hell! Like, yeah, that's we're gonna look at the first matches of the A block 
I can't remember uh, what building this is actually. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Budokan, but I don't know. I'm not sure. But I'm not sure what uh, building this was. But anyways, first match of the show, show versus Ryoe Oiwa. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce that word. I, his name. Uh, he's a new young lion that uh, NJPW has because. I believe all of their young lions have been put into excursion. Uh, uh, Urimura, Narita, Umino, uh, pretty much everyone is now on excursion. So they have to put in uh, new young lions. So they have uh, Ryohe Oiwa and then uh, Kosei Fujita for you know th uh, this night, this this night two show that I'm watching at the moment. Uh, it's pretty much a pre-show pre match. Uh, it's just, you know, show battering a young lion. You know, just that's just very, very straightforward. Just a showcase of uh, the new uh, show and what he can do, his heel character can do. But yeah, it's a okay opener to start the show. I just, you know, they usually do this in the, in the G1. Just, you know, one match to start the show and then go for the A block matches or the B block matches but now we're going for the A block matches uh, so first match of the G1 Yujiro Takahashi versus Kota Ibushi okay decent match decent match actually uh, Yujiro looked so much better than he was in the G1 last year he got so much offense in uh, it's usually uh, Yujiro in the G1 last year is just um, you know, he, he feels like he's very, like, you know, very slow in his, uh, uh, condition. I don't, I don't know how to say it. It's just, he's, he was just very slow, uh, last year. But now he's, like, very, very fit. He's feel, it feels like, uh, he never left for, like, you know, uh, it feels like he never left for, uh, just hiatus. Yeah, he really got the on today uh, last night and uh in the meantime while yujiro is looking really good like kota bushi look really bad uh but it's uh by design because um uh holy hell uh anyway <laughs> yeah yeah i got distracted because yeah, yeah uh this is the first match anyways uh i got distracted with what i'm watching uh anyways uh what was I? What was I gonna say again? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Kota Bushi looked uh, bad by design uh, because of uh, they're tr trying to tell this tr story that uh, he's not still a hundred percent after the post pneumonia, uh, the post pneumonia that he actually had that you know uh, canceled uh, his match with Takagi at the Tokyo Dome, and I think that's pretty good uh it's also a way to nerf kota bushi <laughs> it's also a way to nerf kota bushi that's fine that's completely fine with me i don't want him winning the g1 for the third straight time in a row but he still got some uh, he still got some offense there uh drop kick uh you know the usual kicks that he does uh a standing moonsault like you know like he's still getting his stuff he was about to go for the kami goye but uh, Yujiro got him with a low blow, uh, and then I believe it was a no, no, it wasn't a low blow. Was it a low blow? Oh yeah, yeah. What it was a low blow because yeah, I got confused. I got confused with uh one of the matches that were on the show. 
But Yujiro went for the low blow and then hit the pimp juice for the two, and then he hit an elevated pimp juice, like you know the high end, uh, high end pimp juice. Uh, who does it? And I believe there's someone who does it in WWE. Uh, Bobby Roode, uh, Glorious DDT. Yeah, Glorious DDT. Uh, yeah, it was pretty much a, a elevated pimp juice. Yeah, which is the Glorious DDT. So, and Yujiro pinned him for the tree. Yeah, that is pretty surprising. Yeah, we are starting off with an upset. Yujiro Takahashi winning against Kota Ibushi. And Yujiro, uh, the only match he won last year was against Jeff Cobb. So, like, yeah, like, that is a very, very surprising result. Uh, Yujiro versus Ibushi with Yujiro uh, winning, basically. Holy hell. Okay, yeah. We start off with an upset, and then we get the next match, which is Great Okan versus Tangaloa. Not exactly the best. <laughs> Not exactly the best follow-up to that upset. Because, yeah, yeah, I don't want, like, yeah, I didn't like this match. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of a Great Kali versus Kane. And, yeah, now now I want to see uh, Great Kali versus uh, Great Okan. I know it won't happen, but, you know, like, yeah, I kind of want to see that match because but I I no disrespect to Great Okan. Like, I think he's, like, really good wrestler, but, like, his moveset is, like, very Great Kali-esque. But, you know, I, he's still better than the Great Kali. But, you know, Great great Kali is the greatest Kali of all time. Greatest Kali of all time. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, I, I tested if, you know, the Echo was still doing anything. Anyways, uh, yeah, it reminds me, it was a very slow-paced match of two big men. Uh, yeah, and I understand because Great Okan hasn't been... Uh, he's been in Web Pro and went undefeated, I believe, yeah, before he went to NJPW. And uh, he hasn't really been, like, uh, the one in control of his matches. Uh, in the World Tag League, it's usually like, what, Jeff Cobb doing it. And then uh, he's had, like, a very, very good matches with uh, Naito, Tanahashi, Okada as well. So, yeah, he wasn't really the, like, uh, initiator in, the, in those matches, you know, in orchestrating these matches. But, yeah, yeah, uh, I wasn't a fan of this match, actually. Yeah, it's... But anyways, uh, Great Okan gets the victory after hitting the Dominator, which is uh, uh, the uh, Rowan's finisher when he was with Daniel Bryan, pretty much, yeah. And the Claw and then the Chokeslam, which is uh, pretty cool, I think. You know, it's usually, v it's very unusual for a New Japan style, but yeah, I get this, uh, I get why he's like, you know, his charm, I guess. Yeah, I get why people like him. You know, if people like him, but but yeah, uh, yeah. Again, against the Great Okan, uh, Great Okan being at the top of the block by uh, a block final, and then uh, he'll lose probably. So yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, next match, Toriano versus Kenta. Yeah, yeah. I they had the match uh, last year. Uh. It, in the G1 as well, and it was very, very comedic. Uh, uh, I believe uh, the way uh, the match ended last time was uh, Kenta uh, 
using tape and you know taping Yano's I believe wrist on the entrance and then he got the count out win with that uh, did he? I, I don't know if it was Kenta or or Toriyano who got the count out victory I want to check I want to check I want to check uh, hold on yeah, it was a uh, Toriano. I no no, it was Kenta beating Toriano by count last year. Yeah, uh, he was trying to do that this year as well. You know, he brought he brought the tape, he brought everything, but Toriano escapes. Uh, Toriano escapes, and yeah, pretty much this was pretty much a uh, comedy match. Usually, what Toriano does in his matches, and yeah, it was pretty funny. I think it was pretty funny. There was a uh, a point where. Uh, Yano went to the ropes, you know, he blocked the drop kick of Kenta, I believe. Kenta was trying to go for a drop kick and then Yano uh hold uh hold him, holds himself in the ropes and then he went <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, Kenta, Kenta does the same and then you know, you know, he holds himself through the ropes and then like <laughs> It's pretty funny. Also, like I believe, like the entrance of uh, Kenta here was pretty funny. It was so long. Uh, it, it was longer than Kenny Omega's. You know, Kenny Omega's like you know, uh, North Carolina, and then you know, like Japanese, Japanese. Uh, you know, he teaches da- Japanese with Michael Nakazawa. You know, like you know, something like that. And it, it was, I believe, it was longer, and you know. Uh, it's pr- going to be pretty funny if Ken- if Kenta, like, you know, uh, just continues this uh, throughout the G1. Like, it, uh, it's a full minute of introduction from uh, the, uh, the announcer. It's pr- pretty good. You know, like, it's pretty good for Kenta. And, yeah, I like that because Kenta, uh, ever since he came back, like, uh, you know, he came back attacking Naito and Wrestle Kingdom. And then he lost, and then he hasn't really been like in the main event since. Uh, he got a U.S. title shot uh, that he won on uh, U.S. tournament of NJPW Strong. Uh, and then, like, other than that, he hasn't been that uh, active with NJPW. I believe he got COVID. Yeah, he was one of the people who got COVID at the time. And he had to take a break, and he was. This was his first match back, and yeah, your first match back is with Toriano, and yeah, you know, you're about to make comedy, and it's a comedy match, so it's fine, it's fine, you know, it's a good re- ma- return match back for Kenta, but he didn't win the match. It was actually Toriano winning the match with a low blow and a flash pin. Of course, of course, he does, you know, of course, he wins with a low blow and a flash. Flashpin, he's Toriano. Yeah, like there's a system of Toriano matches, and you know, if you watch a lot of it, it doesn't, uh, the comedy doesn't work that much. But like, if you watch like as little as I I have Toriano matches, you'll find it pretty funny. Uh, you know, you'll find them pretty funny and ridiculous at the same time. So. Yano winning against Kenta, it's fine. It doesn't, uh, you know, this match probably doesn't uh, affect the bracket that much, you know. And it's good that we can have comedy matches in front of, you know, really, really big matches. 
that uh, like uh, this next one, uh, Zack Saber Jr. versus Tetsuya Naito. Oh man, uh, yeah. I wrote here. If you like technical wrestling, you're gonna love this one. I mean, if even if you don't like technical wrestling, I think you're gonna love this match because like uh, there's a lot of holds, but uh, you gotta expect that from Zack Saber Jr. He's pretty much the modern Dean Malenko. Uh, I think, you know, that's how to describe Zack Sabre Jr. Like, his holds are amazing. Like, you know, he's such a good submission specialist. He's probably the best, honestly, in submission specialist. And he showcased, showcased it a lot here. And that, you know, he was putting Naito with holds. And then, uh, you know, I don't even, you know, it's always usually pretty different with... Uh, the holds that Zack Sabre Jr. is using. But Naito is also using submission holds. And, you know, he's not holding back with this being a technical wrestling match. And it was really, really clean. The transition to, uh, you know, just technical wrestling until, like, going to, like, the big moves. And, yeah, I believe uh, the match really got into it when Sabre has Naito in the heel hook. Uh, you know, the first heel hook that, that Saber does with Naito. And then Na Naito gets to the ropes. But, like, Zack Saber Jr., like, you know, just slams both of his knees, knees to the canvas. And that was pretty cool. That, you know, uh, you can see Saber getting frustrated. Frustrated, you know. But I don't know if it's frustration, but it's just, you know, like, uh, like it's not frustration. It's just, uh, you know, just, uh, very very strategic uh showing from Zack Sabre Jr. But anyways, um, there was a lot of really good um offense in this match. Like uh, I believe there was a time where uh Sabre puts the heel hook and Naito at the top rope, and then uh Sabre did the sunset bomb onto Naito for two. That was really good. But uh the and then there was like a Destino counter, I believe. Like, a flash Destino is really good from Naito. And he really, he's really mastered that move after doing it for like, what, six years? He's, uh, sometimes uh, it's not that clean. But the one that he hit here is pretty clean. It's ridiculously clean. As, and he uses, it, he uses it as like a flash finisher sometimes. And... I really like that about, you know, the Destino finisher. And it looks really good uh, every time. But the most, uh, the best uh, offense that, the best uh, flurry that I saw on, like, sorry, uh, <laughs> I was watching. Uh, the best flurry that I have in, that I saw in this match was uh, the ending. Where Saber puts him in the, modified octopus hold but it looks like a figure four with the rings of saturn and that's like ridiculous yeah saber you know naito can't do anything like he real literally can't do anything he's on the rings of saturn he's also on the figure four he can't move so like naito has to tap naito basically has to tap he waited for a while uh he the referee uh, teased that Naito was going to pass out, but Naito finally taps, and then Saber uh, released the hold immediately. 
And then Naito has to be carried out of the ring. He has to be carried out of the ring by uh, the medical staff. Uh, that's a really good visual from uh, this match. Because this match, uh, holy hell, this is really good. Um, yeah, I can't really say anything enough. This is one of the matches that I wanted to see. Because um, I believe they had this match before. Uh you know, uh, on the road to the Tokyo Dome Wrestle Grand Slam, and that was, I think, that is really good as well. So, yeah. Then we go to the last match of the show. Holy hell, Shingo Takagi versus Tomohiro Ishii. If you have seen like his, their never open weight bouts. Oh my God! Like the amount of like. Yeah, it's really good, and they don't miss. They don't miss at all. Like both of his, both of these men, like uh, when they have a match, they just don't miss. Uh, this was the hard hitting heavyweight heavyweight match that we expected it to be. But like, oh my god, this match is really, really, really good. Um, and what's good about the venue is that uh, you can hear every hit they make. Like, uh, the venue, like, it's really, really, uh, the audio engineer had a hell of a time, uh, last, uh, yesterday because of the hits of Takagi and Ishii are doing to each other is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, honestly, Ishii should be Mr. G1 at this point. Like, I, sometimes he can, like, carry someone, like, a new person on the roster to a really really good match and then he can have like a really good match with anybody uh he could have a good match with okada naito uh ibushi if you know if you want to uh jay white as well from last year so like <coughs> sorry uh you you should really be mr g1 at this point uh i really hope like uh, he wins like anything. Uh, you know, he wins one of these G1s eventually because god damn. Like, he's Mr. Consistency when it comes to G1. Uh, those are also a part in this match where uh, both of them no sold suplexes. Like, you know, they're doing Germans to each other. Like, uh, Something, something belly to back suplex, German suplex, like all of the suplex that you can think of, and then you just no sold them just to put someone in the onto the next suplex. Holy hell! Yeah, it stopped when like I believe uh, Takagi got the Shining Wizard, and then uh, Ishii was trying to get up. He did, he did, he didn't get up. Like you know, that was that was such a good sequence from both of them uh there were a lot of really good sequences from both of these men and it didn't feel it didn't feel like this match went on for 28 minutes i would watch every single one of them honestly like i want i would watch every single minute of it because that's how good this match was they literally tore the house down for the main event and i i pity the audience for clapping you know that much because uh, they were clapping really hard for this match, and like, you know, their palms after the match would probably be like Ishii's hand, 
which right they uh focus on Ishii's right hand being very 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 swollen and I think you know the Argents has also very swollen hands after clapping that match for this match because yeah they were trying to get the whoa they're trying to get any noise they can because you know of course uh because of Japan's restrictions of uh, the Argents at the moment they can't scream but you know they they do anything they can to uh, to hype up this match like you know clapping uh the audible gasp just everything i don't know i think it's not you know it's not uh uh edited like uh wwe does it's you know they're actually doing it you can see the crowd actually doing it and they're really like into this match and i really like this because yeah this dude can do no wrong uh you know they they started headbutting each other and hitting elbows to each other like jesus christ like you know they did it so many times in this match and like it you can feel like the impact of uh the the hits every single time it's ridiculous like oh my goodness uh there's also a scary spot actually in this match um you know other than you know they're hitting uh very safe places but like there was a very very scary spot in this match where uh there was uh you know Ishii didn't have the strength to do the deadlift uh superplex that he usually does you know uh and uh by design actually you know by design they tried to do a failed superplex but what happened was Shingo Takagi bounced through the ropes and then you know, uh, land thankfully landed on uh landed on his bum because like, holy hell that would have been very very scary if he didn't uh land safely, but uh, yeah they did the deadlift German spot again but like holy hell that was very very scary, uh, but the ending of the match uh you know, came after uh. You know, the flurry of headbutts, another flurry of headbutts from Takagi and uh, Ishii. And then Shingo hits the final headbutt and then hits the last of the dragon for the win. I thought it was, uh, th this, I thought this was the longest G1 match with 28 minutes 15. But, uh, yeah, I got corrected by, uh, you know, this night too that I'm watching. I'm watching uh, Sonata versus Tamatanga at the moment. You know, and we'll probably I'll probably get into the Akada Tanahashi match that you know I I really like, and then after that I can basically just skip the whole G one, uh, because I've seen like every match they want to see. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I can skip the G one. Honestly, like this uh, this night one is amazing. This night one has been amazing. Like. Yeah, I got corrected by Taka I by Kevin Kelly uh, that uh, Sanada versus Okada was the longest match uh, last year with uh, I believe it went twenty nine forty seven. So I don't think we're gonna get another match that would be longer. You know, uh, I believe there has been draws in the G one question mark. I correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, there probably be like a couple of draws here and there. But, like, other than that, like, the longest match that came to a decision was 29.47. I don't think they'll beat that anytime soon. So, but, like, 
this match went in for 28 minutes and it freaking deserved it. it freaking deserved to be the main event and yeah after this night I, after this night too i can skip the g1 completely you know straight to the final uh <laughs> because yeah the only matches i'll probably be looking forward to because is ibushi versus takagi other than yeah takagi versus naito which is happening like a uh, uh night three on the a block which is happening on the 23rd i believe so yeah naito versus takagi as well so yeah yeah, yeah, after that, I can skip the G1, pretty much. Uh, I don't think, you know, people would have, like, really, really good matches. Yeah, no, not really, really good matches, like, but, like, the five-star plus matches that you usually expect from the G1. I probably uh, won't expect that for a lot of these matches that are left. Other than uh, Ibushi and Shingo and uh, Goto Okada, probably. And then... Uh, um, I'm not sure about any anyone else. Uh, Naito and Takagi, sorry. Yeah, other than those, like, I can't, uh, yeah, I would probably skip, uh, skip to the final. But, yeah, I'm not adding this pay-per-view. I'm not adding this to the pay-per-view rating grade. But if I would grade, I, I would grade this night, I would probably give it a 8.5 out of 10. This, uh, this, uh, this night had so much variety in how these matches, uh, are taught out. There was, uh, Yujiro versus Ibushi, which was a relatively high-flying affair, but, you know, it's mostly because it's mostly a striking match, you know, just a showcase of two, both people's strengths. Uh, and then Okan versus Tangelo is very slow-paced match. Toriano vs. Kenta and then comedy. Zack Sabre Jr. and Naito was technical wrestling. And then Takagi vs. Ishii was the hard-hitting heavyweight match. Hard-hitting main event that, you know, uh, New Japan usually does for their main events. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is a really clean show. And, like, aside from, like, uh, Tangelo and Great Khan and then... Uh, the pre the pre show which is show versus Ryoe Oiwa, this would have been a ten out of ten. Honestly, like this show was ridiculous, and yeah, I would probably uh, put it up there with you know if I want to watch a replay of the G one, uh, you know one of these G one nights, it will probably be up there with night thirteen of last year. Which had, uh, I believe, Ibushi versus Suzuki, and then Okada versus Sonata. I know Okada versus Takagi. Sorry, but yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, that will be the end of the episode. Actually, uh, yeah, this was very impromptu. Uh, this night one review was very impromptu, but next Tuesday we'll be having our second off-topic episode. Uh, I w- I'm really looking forward to it because. Uh, I will be doing a tier list on the League of Legends World Championship. Uh, all of the teams, I'll be putting it in a tier list. I actually have the tier list on me right now, but like I'll prob I'll discuss it uh, when uh, on Tuesday, and then along with the League of Legends World Championship tier list, I would uh, I would get a rundown of 
Valorant Masters Berlin. Yeah, I'm really uh, saying to Ryan that I want to be one of their uh, <laughs> employees. With, you know, I'm covering Valorant Masters Berlin and uh, League of Legends World Championship in the same episode. So yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, off-topic uh, episodes are always fun. And I would like to continue it that way. Uh, anyways... Yeah, that would be the only episode for next week. Uh, for you know, for Tuesday, Friday, I'll have a day off, and then next week I'll have Extreme Rules pay per view review, and then uh, a preview. Uh, yeah, a couple of you know, uh, what happened in Stardom and TJPW at the same uh, the same episode, and then we'll have an extended break. After the Extreme Rules pay-per-view, but I'll be going back. I'll be back on, you know, for the review of the WWE draft, and then NBA season power rankings after that. So like, that would be really really fun, you know, just really fun episodes, you know, continuously for the next couple of weeks of the pod and. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I gotta write it first, but you know, I gotta research it about, the, especially the NBA power rankings. I gotta uh, put in some notes first for that. But other than that, like, I'm really looking forward to each, you know, talking to uh, every episode with, you know, pretty much different topics every time. So, anyways, uh, that will be all for today's episode. I'm sorry. Again, I'm sorry that I'm posting it on a Sunday instead of a Friday. But, you know, life happens. And, you know, sometimes it, you know, sometimes you're really busy for a day and you can't, you know, record. But, yeah, it happens. And hopefully it doesn't happen that much. Uh, <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen that much. But it happened today uh, on last Friday. But, yeah. Uh, so that, again, this is the end of the episode. Have have a happy Sunday to everybody, and I'll see you all on Tuesday. Peace. <laughs>